Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the comedy trivia show of answering questions and questioning answers. I'm your host, Spencer Hamilton, and I'll be awarding points to our two teams based on how well they know trivia and how good they are at lying. In Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, an incorrect answer is worth just as many points as a correct one. At least, as long as our players can trick the other team into believing it. Now, let's meet tonight's panel. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. Bow wow, bow wow. I will be your host for the evening, Spencer Hamilton, uh, and tonight our theme is horror movies. Us, Us just came out, and it's very good. If you haven't seen it, please go do see it. Uh, let's uh, start by meeting our team to my left. Do we have a team name over here? Yes. We are Freddy versus Jason versus Scott Pilgrim versus the world versus Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> but for purposes of uh, shortening this, you can call us Freddy versus Kruger at all. That's how you introduce us. Yes. If, if I was like an actual... Freddy Kramer versus Jason Kramer. <laughs> versus 12. They got a terrible divorce. <laughs> Okay, this is ridiculous. Uh, let's let's meet our players to uh, the far left here. Uh, I am Sammy the Slicer Tamimi. Oh boy! Oh, fun! <laughs> like slicing deli meat. And uh, next to him, I am Steven Steven Kropa. S T E P H E N. Oh yes, I got a P. S T E V E N is the it's the nickname. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. And finally, I'm Marie Elizabeth Maloney. <laughs> Ooh, man. Very good. Uh, and what was the name again? Freddy versus Jason versus Scott Pilgrim versus the World versus Brown versus the Board of Education. What was it? No. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. at all. You're at all. I, need, I, I have to have this for posterity. Freddy versus Jason versus Scott Pilgrim versus the World versus Kramer versus Kramer. Okay. And uh, the team to my right, don't, don't, uh, please don't do this to me again. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Spencer gave us uh, an injunction against swearing too much on the show, so we're uh, Heck Razor. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> very good. Heck yeah. Very good. And let's meet our players, starting with the far right. Um, my name is Jason <laughs> Wiemat, and a fun fact about me is I was named after the famous mass murderer from the Friday the 13th series. That explains a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next to him? Uh, my name is James Freetley, and a fun fact about me is I can escape from handcuffs. It's hey. oh. just a fun real fact. Oh, that's now coming into play in the third act of your horror movie. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> and and finally, I'm Kelsey Myers. Um, oh, any yeah. relation? Um, yes, Michael Myers is me. It is the same. So I don't know. Who knows? But. Who knows? All right, let's uh, let's begin our questions. Let's start with the team on my left, Freddy. Freddy versus everyone. Yeah. Uh, there are a few stars in the world of horror films as well known as Bella Lugosi, who is still the most recognizable version of Dracula despite Gary Oldman's best efforts. <laughs> Lugosi maintained a successful career in horror movies, but found his career fading after being typecast. <gasps> That's right. Lugosi struggled with painkiller addiction, but checked himself into a rehab program when it began hurting his professional prospects. The treatment was expensive, of course, and uh, word of Lugosi's dwindling funds spread throughout the industry. Luckily, another Hollywood icon got word and came to visit Lugosi during his rehab and even paid his bills. No one was more surprised by this kindness than Lugosi himself. Who was Lugosi's benefactor, and why was he so shocked? All right, who was this mysterious benefactor for Bella Lugosi? All right, uh, so I went to NYU. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Cold stuff. Okay. Cut the mic. The Tisch School of the Arts? Uh, Tisch School of the Arts. Uh, also, okay. fun fact, I know Jason, we met, might remember this. My, uh, the dean of my film school, he directed Chud 2. That's right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bud, Bud the Chud. Uh, one of the facts we learned was this story, and it was Lon Chaney, the man of a thousand faces, who did stunt work and uh, makeup for a lot of the old-timey movies. Mm. Okay. Uh, so I got, a, I got an opening question. How did uh, he do that, having been dead at that point? <laughs> 
I'm sorry? Uh, what, with, what with him having been dead at that point? How did he do that? Uh, Lugosi was older than Lon Chaney. Sure, but Lon Chaney was dead. I don't think so. Don't look at me. I don't know anything. Do you, do you think I write these questions? Because I don't. Uh, also, it is possible to be someone's benefactor and then pass away true, his... and still leave them money. Uh, true fact. <laughs> oh, you well, said true fact for, for the procedure. I'm waiting statement. for a oh, one true fact from yeah. that side. <laughs> I see. I see. Did, did you say why, why Lugosi was so shocked? Uh, do, do you have an explanation for why he was uh, surprised? Is that this, uh, part of the question or did I misread? <laughs> this is the most on the ball you've ever been in the history of the show. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really trying. Oh, and why? Yeah, and why was he so Wow, shy? wow. Don't help them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've, he, got, I've got an answer for why he would have been I shocked. <laughs> he was shocked because Lugosi was cruel to Lon Chaney because he was just, uh, you know, because he's like a stuntman makeup guy, not a star. Lugosi was kind of a prima donna in his time. <gasps> <laughs> There's yes. a lot of drama here, and I'm really <laughs> here for it. The Lugosi voked first. Is that what we said? <coughs> is, is that right? Well, because he's pre Madonna. Oh! <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, can you go? Yeah, walk away. Take, take your water with you. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Telling the truth or lying? Uh, we believe them to be lying. Okay. But also, they seemed very honest. <laughs> They did seem honest. Yes. How to get I it just done. wanted to point that out. We could be misguided. We think, this is, we think this is a fluke, and normally they are honest people. But we're proud of you. Yeah. What do we think the real answer is? And we is? love them dearly. Uh, well, we that's very nice. Is, we think it is Boris Karloff, uh, and that they, it was a shock because they had a very contentious professional relationship. They, they certainly did, and that would have been a shock, but even more shocking was the real answer, uh, Frank Sinatra. Oh! oh. That's right. Hey. Old blue eyes. Old blue eyes. Uh, yeah, that's what right. What year is it? So Sinatra would regularly stop in a chat with Lugosi and offer his support. And uh, when, Lug- when Lugosi checked himself out of the program, he found his hospital bills all taken care of by the singer. Oh, my God. Right. Ding, ding. What's weird is that the two had never met before uh, until Sinatra started uh, showing up for a visiting. Uh, and he was just a really big Dracula fan and wanted to say thanks for the movies. Oh, that Other is facts? so nice. Really Frank sweet. Sinatra was dead by that time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. All right, this is a uh, question for Heck Razor. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> the infamous shower scene in Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho became one of horror's most iconic moments, recognized today even by people who have never seen the movie. When the movie was released in 1960, audiences were reportedly fainting and vomiting from the gruesome scene. But the U.S. Production Code Administration, which required approval of standards for all movies distributed in the United States, didn't censor the scene. But they did, however, have a problem with a shot just a few moments earlier in the film, even though it didn't portray any violence or smuttiness on screen. The shot was eventually allowed to remain in the movie despite the objections and became an American cinematic first. So, what did the USPCA find more offensive than cold-blooded murder? Splish, splash, I was taking a bath Long about a Saturday night all right, what do we think? What was more what was more offensive to the USPCA than murder? Oh, uh, well, I've, I've talked a lot. Uh, anyone else want to answer it? <laughs> the toilet. Yeah. It was the toilet. Toilet. Roasted. Toilet. Toilet. So they had never shown a toilet on film before? No. Correct. That's what we're saying. All right, so just like a toilet. You walk in a restroom, there's a toilet. They've never, ever shown that before. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a cold, hard fact. Because they had shown in previous films, like in musicals, being in ladies in the restroom, not using the toilets, but like, you know, dancing and talking. The yeah. restroom. I'm sorry, which yeah. musical? Ladies in the restroom dancing and talking. I don't know. Well, they're, they're the restroom, but it's not ladies like... in the restroom. Right. Yeah, yeah. Ladies in the restroom. Bye bye, poopy. <laughs> Heck yeah. Why is it not bye bye, turdy? Yeah. Oh my God. Because <laughs> that's not what I thought of. No. <laughs> I really, I really like the other team. They're very sweet. <laughs> yeah. during, during that little musical break, they were dancing. It was honestly really cute. It was cute. Uh, Spencer, yes, we, sir. we think they're on the right track, but they're not all the way there. Okay. Yes. 
That's rude. <laughs> yeah, that's that's worse than just calling us wrong. Yeah. No, no, no. You, well, We're you're so cute. close. You're, you're so close. Oh, you're so cute. You're so <laughs> you said not to close. say it. So tell, tell us what we think the real answer is. It's a toilet flushing for the first yeah. time oh. on screen. It implied the doo-doos were going yes. on. Yes. <laughs> Doo-doo. So gross. Doo-doo. So graphic. So very graphic. I don't know why they had to have her take a dump in this movie, but you <laughs> do. After Every, a long everybody drive, everybody does you know. it. Hitchcock needed it to be in the film. I don't know who's to say. Uh, so I don't know how to score this. I'll just read what I have on the page here. Uh, just a few moments before being viciously murdered by Mrs. Bates, Janet Lee's character tears up a piece of notepaper with incriminating evidence and disposes of it in the toilets. Wow. And she does flush it. Yes, she does. I will have to deliberate on this. Uh, it was the first time an American film had shown a toilet on screen, and the censors were more concerned with that than the main character's affair in the opening scene or the various murders throughout the movie. Or a dead body. <laughs> or, or a dead body. Can, mm. I, can we give, if we were to get points, can we give them to the other team? Because they're honestly so cute. Oh. Jason. Hey, Jason. And if we get, if we get done. Okay. No, Jason, no. No, no, no. no. All right, I don't want to raise any more heck than I need to. <laughs> Jason. Freddy versus Jason versus Scott Pilgrim versus the World versus Kramer versus Kramer versus Joe versus Volcano. <laughs> Call you. them the unsung heroes of the horror genre, the sure. brave men and women responsible for all that blood. While the really dedicated prop masters take the time to rob a Red Cross, most of them just use various methods to create realistic fake blood. What did Alfred Hitchcock use for fake blood in Psycho? Cassay. Indeed, Cascasay. What, what did Alfred Hitchcock use for fake blood? Well, before we say it, I just want to say uh, to Heckraiser, you should change your name to Smile Maker because you guys are amazing tonight. <laughs> what? Don't tell me to smile. <laughs> wow. Noted. That Noted. backfired. That backfired. Yeah. That backfired. I thought it was cute, but. Yeah. He was raising his smile. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? What's the answer? Marie, uh, we all uh, were in total agreement. It was chocolate syrup. Mm, ah. Delicious. Yum. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> do you, do you want to raise a, a question? Maybe Bosco. We don't know what's coming out. We want to raise a heck. Okay. <laughs> um, what's your favorite kind of chocolate syrup brand? Mine is Aldi. Aldi? Aldi? Aldi. Aldi brand. It's generic, but tastes the best. I like Bosco. It's also my pin for my debit card. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm that's sorry. not. What? That's a Seinfeld reference. Oh, uh, I, I've never seen Seinfeld. Well, all right. I like the <laughs> chocolate sauce that turns into great. shell. Yes. yes. Turns into hard shell. shell. Oh, yeah, yeah shell. The, magic shell, right? The magic shell. Magic shell? Mm, yeah. We got some magic shell. Magic shell? Yeah, so when you yeah. squeeze it on the ice cream, it hardens and makes a... Oh, uh, yeah. It, they make them in Reese's flavor. Like, yeah. It's like McDonald's where you dip it. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah. Wow. And after midnight, it stops working. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're telling the truth, yeah, I think. Yeah, they aren't right. about it either. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They are telling the truth. Hooray! That's right. It's Spencer, got... These questions actually have to do with the things you're talking about yeah. before them. What's going on? I, I cannot stress this enough. I do not write my own show. Is that, uh, <laughs> Spencer, I'd like to reciprocate. He gave us some points. I think we should share points. No, we yeah. should keep them because we got so it right. Much. That's right. I will, I'll give you, I will share the points. This is a crazy <laughs> game. I really... I do not know what's going to happen. Spencer. <laughs> oh, boy. I just... The points that we just received, can yeah. we... No. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Something's wrong with his mic. Move on. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll, we'll figure out what the problem is with Jason's mic, and, and we'll have to move on for, for now. Uh, but... <laughs> okay, God. Uh, Ooh, this, this is a question for Hackraiser. Uh, horror movies are full of twists, turns, and deception. Mm. Uh, sometimes those twists don't only pop up when the cameras are rolling. In 1933, director Marion C. Cooper convinced his soon-to-be leading actress to star in his upcoming movie by promising her that she was, quote, going to have the tallest, darkest leading man in Hollywood. By that description, she assumed she she would be playing alongside Cary Grant. But who was this actress's actual co-star? Finally, someone let me out of my cage. Now, time for me is nothing because I'm counting no A's. Now, I couldn't be there. Now, you shouldn't be scared. I'm good at repairs, and I'm under each snare. Intangible. Bet you didn't think, so I command you to. Panoramic view. Look, I'll make it all manageable. Pick and choose. 
<laughs> All right, what do we think? Who was this oh, actress's yeah. actual co-star? <clears throat> it was a giraffe. Okay. A giraffe. A giraffe. Question. Question, yes, please go ahead. Question. Uh-huh. Well, the, 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 the actor was the, the tallest, darkest yes. actor on the scene? That was how he was described by the director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, was it a brooding draft? How was he? How was yeah. he dark? He's, he. I'm sorry. Are you asking about his? Wait. Also, did fur? you say a draft or a giraffe? Giraffe. giraffe. Right. Okay. Like back giraffe. The fireman movie. The fireman yes. movie. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. What, what was his demeanor upon in the set? Yeah. Oh, dark brood, and brooding. Brooding. Yeah. 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 What? Like, why was he so down? He like never talked. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he got made fun of a lot in middle school. Oh, for being tall. Oh, Kept to yeah. himself. Cool. What was this? So this is a horror movie. What, mm-hmm. what, what was, I guess, what was his role in the horror movie, and you know, how was it received? He was a co-star. <laughs> I deserve that. I deserve that. Number two. <laughs> but exactly, what was his role in the movie? Ingenue. Oh. <laughs> it's really, really hard to explain what his role was. It no, was give it a shot. It was give it just a shot. so movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, originally yeah. they offered it to Cary Grant. <laughs> the, the most Jeff Giraffe-like of... Right, the most Jeff Giraffe-like of all actors. There was a couple car chases. Right. I don't know. It was a blur. Uh, what was the name of this movie? The Giraffe. The Giraffe. <laughs> the Giraffe. The, the Giraffe. The Giraffe, thank you. And why did his career end so shortly? Because I'm, I'm not familiar with this uh, actor. Well, have you heard of the movie? No. There Roast. you go. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Uh, what do you Not think? everyone's a winner. Uh, do you think it's on the truth? Or? We, we I think. think we're telling the truth. <laughs> I think they think they're telling the truth, but we n- know yeah. them to be lying. Oh, you know them to be lying. Yes. What Dang. do we think the real answer is here? Uh, the, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Ooh, very That's good. A, what? The creature from the Black Lagoon? Almost a giraffe <laughs> from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're close. You're in the right realm. Oh. Uh, it was they King are? Kong. King Kong. Oh, King Kong. Oh. Faye Ray was the leading actress in the original King Kong film. Oh, yeah. duh. That's right. So we were actually kind of close, too. We were an animal. Yeah, no, we did name an animal. That's true. Animal Peter Kingdom. Jackson's yeah. King Kong you should know have what? been King Giraffe, and that would have been better. I, yeah, you're right. Hey, Spencer? Yes, sir? I don't know if anyone no. got points in that round, but if we did... <laughs> I'll give you a spoiler. People get points in every round. <laughs> I would like to donate my points... Your personal His points. Personal yeah, points. my personal points to the other team for one being so points. wonderful. I guess Aww. it is one third of the points. You're right. So, okay. Oh, thank you. They're just so wonderful. <laughs> How long are you going to do this? <laughs> uh, if I had to guess. How many times? If I had to guess the rest of the show, probably. We'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. This is a question for Freddie and everybody. Yeah. Uh, in the original 1933 King Kong movie, <laughs> the action was brought. A giraffe. To- uh, that's right. <laughs> Uh, we'll move on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> the action was brought to life using groundbreaking techniques, including the use of stop-motion clay models. The same technique would be used to great effect in the popular Wallace and Gromit series of movies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wallace and Gromit are so popular, in fact, that they've managed to save something from extinction simply by having it appear in their movies. What did the Wallace and Gromit movies save from extinction? That's so nice. What do we think, Freddy versus Jason and everybody else? What did the Wallace and Gromit movies say from Extinction? Uh, All right. Uh, we cannot name the specific item because okay. it's British. Uh, but it, <laughs> it, it's like a food or confectionery item that they uh, showed uh, one of the characters eating, and it became so popular with kids that it caused the factory to actually have to produce more and hire more people. <laughs> it's, so yes. that the candy wouldn't go extinct? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. It was... Due to deforestation. Oh, okay. This, no, this candy's numbers are going really low. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, roughly what kind of candy was it? Uh, sweet. Yes. And it you, put a, it to, yeah. you put it in your mouth. It was a sweet. Think about how many points very, we've given you. <laughs> very, very tooth corrosive in nature because yeah. it's British. Like a milk dud or... Kind of. Like a cotton candy. Like so, describe the shape. Somewhere uh, between a milk dud and, and a, a... chocolate? And a chocolate uh, Chocolate taffy? <laughs> a chocolate Claire taffy. Yeah. What do you think yeah. a milk dud is? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, oh. I, I don't believe any of you have ever seen candy. Is it a candy? milk dud like a... Jo- like it's a... Bo- no, it's like a hold quad on. Name animal. all candy. Name a candy. Oh, name a candy. Reese's sure. Pisces. Twizzlers. I knew it. 
I know. Uh, right, the fish candy, Reese's Pisces. <laughs> yeah, Jason? sweetest Reese's Pisces. <laughs> Jason, what is your favorite candy? Ooh, good question. <laughs> um, uh, today, I, can I tell a quick story? <laughs> <laughs> This is the longest you've ever gone without talking a story. I can't believe it's taking I was going to try not to say it this time because you said someone hated when I said stories. Aww. But Aww. I'm going to tell a story. Well, it ain't the audience. When I was... When I was... When oh, to I, be clear, I love Jason's stories. <laughs> when I was about four hours younger, I was walking down the street... What a weird way to describe this story. And I saw... A, a like, everyone in the audience had to stop for a second to compute what you said. And I saw, oh, today. Okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and I, I saw a woman taking a picture of it. Just, it looked like a. It just looked like like a big tree of cotton. And as I kept walking, I saw it. it there was a little girl holding a giant thing of cotton candy that was taller than her. Oh. And she looked at me and she smiled so big. And then the mom turned to me and she's like, "I know." And I was like, "This is awesome." Anyway. Then I came here, so <laughs> it's not much of a story, but... Well, it's like, I'm glad that it happened to you. I feel like maybe cotton candy might be my favorite candy. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but, like, I go back and forth. I just ate some Milk Duds yesterday uh-huh. and a, uh, a Kit Kat. <laughs> so sometimes I like chocolate. <laughs> Other times I like sugary candy. Like, uh-huh. So like what, do we, a, what do you think about this answer? Do you think they're... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, if I may. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead? I'm going to go Jason, out. they on... have not even been awarded yet. <laughs> You're giving away our points I believe. on credit. <laughs> hey, hey, Spencer? Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if I get any points when I tell stories or not. <laughs> but let's say I do. Can I give those to the other team for being so wonderful? Yeah, I will do that. Thank you. Aww. Also, they're telling the truth, obviously. <laughs> At this point, I'm whatever happens, happens. And we we're gonna go ahead and lock that in. Yeah, it's locked in. That's locked in. Don't worry, it's locked in. You're not far off, actually. Oh, okay. You're not really far off. Um, it was cheese grommets. Oh, what? That's right. So, <laughs> any more cheese? That when, sounds like someone like swearing. So, when the movies began coming out in the '90s, sales of Wensleydale cheese had fallen so low that production was at risk of being suspended. This particular cheese happens to be one of Wallace's favorites, and so the company that produced the cheese reached out to the animation studio to license a special Wallace and Gromit Wensleydale, which was a huge success and single-handedly saved the cheese. Hey. Wow. Yeah. Hashtag save the cheese. They're not up here. Uh, that's the first applause break the show has ever gotten. Hey! <laughs> that's the first applause break to get an applause break. Yeah, very good. Hey, Spencer, whoever got points that round, can you give it to the audience instead? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there's a lot of, lot of movement wow. in this, in this J- game. Jason's playing the long game here. Because yeah. he's, he's like- going to go sit in there and win. <laughs> You guys might not think I'm good at math, but it's all up here, and we're going to win. So how many points have you given away? <laughs> Let's not, I mean, it's a, it's a, an equation has a completion, and right now we're in the middle of the equation, so right. ask me at the end. Right. <laughs> That's fair enough. It makes sense, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Heck Razor. It's me. That's right, yeah, this is a question um, about, about you. <laughs> In 1978, a new name in horror made his debut on the silver screen. Fifteen years after killing his sister Judith, Michael Myers escapes from a nearby sanitarium and goes on a killing spree in the nearby town of Haddonfield. Mm. Halloween was a hit and has since produced several sequels as well as the career of the original screen queen, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis has had a huge career since Halloween uh, and is a children's author, a philanthropist, humanitarian, and a yogurt spokesperson. <laughs> Activia. Activia. Dot com. <laughs> Activia. Now, on top of all of that, she's an inventor and owns patent number 4,753,647. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I no. want to know what patent does Jamie Lee Curtis hold? What is it for? All right, what do we think? What patent does Jamie Lee Curtis hold, Heckraiser? Um, it's, a, it's for a device 
um, that you can use in a swamp. Um, <laughs> an that, airboat? What? An airboat? <laughs> no, it's a, like a locator for uh, like living organisms. Mm. Oh, so oh. so kind of like a motion tractor from aliens, but for living creatures? Mm-hmm. It's like one of those old school fish sonars. Yeah. <gasps> oh, now just curious, uh, Jason or anyone on the team, a heck racer. What was the impetus for her to create this? I'm sure there's some sort of story about why she decided to invent this particular item. Jamie Lee uh, loves to catch carpy. Carpy? Who's this? She loves to see you now. You mean crappy? No. Do you mean carp? Yeah. (laughs) But she she hasn't got time for the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'm just happy to be here. Real quick, just name a fish. Anybody, can you name a fish on this a team? salmon. Oh, wow, you can do it. Okay. <laughs> Is that points? I'm yeah, from... i points for that, yeah. Reese's Pisces. Oh. <laughs> I am a Pisces. <laughs> Me too. Oh, hey, happy birthday. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give both teams some points for that. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then can you give the points you gave? No! To the other team? You got it. You got it, buddy. Spencer, if I can give you some cool Halloween trivia, can the other team have some points? Yes, they can. (laughs) Uh, So the guy who plays the psychiatrist uh, in Halloween, Donald Pleasance, is the uh, original James Bond baddie, uh, Blofeld. He plays the original Blofeld, who was the inspiration for Dr. Evil. Oh, Mm -hmm. interesting. I'll give the other team ten points. Can the two people on my team that keep giving away points, can I receive those points? Wow, yeah. Kelsey, you just got like 50 points. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, smart, Jason, smart. Uh, I don't know much about your hobbies. Uh, I'm just curious. Do you fish? Do you like fishing? Yes. Hey, Spencer? Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to receive these points. <laughs> can, can I tell another story? Yes, please. By all means. Uh, when I was a boy, my uh, uncle had this ca- uh, like cottage on the lake, and um, he used to take me and my brother fishing a lot. Um, and we'd go on a, like a rowboat, and we would just go around, and we'd have to go out in the early mornings because that's when the fish are biting. Sure. Mm. And um, at one point, we um, so we got on like the the um, the boat, and I was wearing <laughs> uh, I was wearing uh, a life vest because I didn't like to swim when I was a child, but I had my shirt I had my shirt off with my uh, life vest on, and after a couple minutes of wearing it, I started to feel itchy. Sure. And um, all of a sudden, all these ants were crawling. Oh, ants were crawling all over. You. All these ants were crawling Did all you have over some my milk body. Some cotton candy in that vest. And there was no cotton candy anywhere to be seen. Um, but it was just because it was in the shed that had was infested with bugs. So, anyways, I, I took it off and I threw it and I started screaming and like crying. And my mom started videotaping it because it was hilarious. <laughs> and at the time, I thought that boys weren't supposed to show their nipples. <laughs> <laughs> this story has so many twists. Because <laughs> my brother told me that boys can't show their nipples and armpits. So I was sitting on video in a little boat, with, crossing my arms to cover my nipples and my armpits. And my mom said, what happened? And I said, I don't know. But I wore this life vest and all these little chompers started getting me. Little chompers. You little chompers. Little chompers. Little chompers. Is hey. it too late to change our name? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, but hey, only hey, barely. Hey, Spencer. Yes. Can I, can I tell a, a fish ant story as well? Sure. Fish ant? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> it was the year 1999. Oh, God. Oh. And my mother had made me a, a tuna fish sandwich on potato bread, which oh, was no. my favorite thing. And it was in, we were inside, but we had just had flooding. So I go to the go to the bathroom and I come back and I take a big bite and there's ants all over. I didn't realize. I thought it was like peppercorn. No! And I had. So you took a bite. And I then took all a bite. Sudden, that makes me want to die. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I screamed. I screamed. She wakes up in the morning. Yes. I woke up in the morning. I screamed, and this was 1999. It was right towards the end of the year, and I thought that, and I was like, this is the Y2K bug. (laughs) And my mother was like, you're stopping silly. Bites of pizza, his sandwich, he's rolling. (laughs) He remembers being small. Whose question was that? <laughs> it was your Wait, question. Wait, so it was your question. Yeah. You the, the answer that. was the swamp device. Oh, yeah. Telling the truth. Yeah. Think, it's a oh, lie. We think I, you're lying. Yeah, I think I know for sure what she has the patent on. Oh, interesting. Um, it's uh, attractive pixie cuts for older ladies. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Way to glow up. Yeah. Okay. That's what she holds the patent. That's what she holds the for. Uh, well, it's actually a special baby diaper. <laughs> oh. In 1987, uh, she filed a patent on the modification of a diaper with a moisture-proof pocket containing wipes that can be taken out and used with one hand. She uh, refused to allow her invention to be marketed until companies started selling biodegradable diapers. However, the full excuse me. However, the full statutory term of the patent expired on February twentieth, two thousand seven, is now in the public domain. Hey, oh, good okay. for her. let's go get some diapers after this. Yeah, so you can wear these funny. special diapers and watch duck soup, and um, it's all free. Yeah. Baby diapers. <laughs> we uh, put on all her diapers. <laughs> all right. Put them on one leg at a time. <laughs> No, that's not how you put on a diaper. That's a pull-up, Stephen. Oh, my God. Or right. underwear. Freddy versus Jason versus Scott Pilgrim versus The World versus Kramer versus Kramer. Yes. Yes. Uh, the Leprechaun series of films is a journey through confusing timelines, incons- inconsistent plots, and questionable special effects. But at least it's a respectful and accurate portrayal of Irish culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Roasted. In, so in the first six of the eight Leprechaun movies... Jesus. That's right. Yep. Eight. There are eight. Uh, famous actor and producer Warwick Davis plays the title character. <laughs> it was the second movie where he received leading credit, the other being Willow. Willow. Oh, That's yeah. right. Very good. A lot of Willow fans in the house. Yeah, yeah. Where's that remake? Uh, <laughs> Ned Mardigan. Uh, while Warwick Davis would find even more success in other iconic movie and TV roles, he would never come close to the success of his Leprechaun co-star who made their big screen debut in this 1993 film. What celebrity received second billing to Warwick Davis and Leprechaun, and what role would launch them to superstardom just one year later? These are the Ewoks, Spencer. Not Irish music. Why not play Harry Potter and Professor Flitwick? who, Who played the main Ewok? Uh, his name Benjamin is Benjamin Button. War, <laughs> War, Warwick Davis played the main Ewok, and the main Ewok's name was a Leprechaun. Right. Question. Okay, you go ahead and find a Leprechaun the- a song to play. Oh, toy, toy. Nope. Oh God. Well, wait, that's wait, crazy. Was... You guys oh, just lost. Oh, I was say. Wait, Spencer. Spencer. What? Can we take those points, those negative points from me, and give it to Jason? That's that's what I was going to do already. Uh. <laughs> So that's, that's how cr- math works. <laughs> that's crazy. It's all, it's all up here. It's yeah. all just calculating. There's <laughs> a lot going on. All right, what do we think? What, uh, what celebrity is this uh, that received second billing here? Um, the celebrity to receive second billing was Jennifer Aniston, and Friends launched her career shortly after. All right. Cool. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. So, yeah, proud of you. I mean, <laughs> thank you. Love you. Thanks, Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, got you. <laughs> I, Do you think Friends was really that successful? <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. arguable, but some people say yeah. Say Personal yeah. opinion aside. Yeah. While we have this time, oh no, they're telling the truth. Let's just. Where are you all from over there? <laughs> uh, I'm from Taylor, Michigan. It's also known as Taylor Tucky because of the oh. amount of people from the South who moved up there for the auto industry. And in Michigan, hmm. we call them like, "Oh, you work at Ford's? You work?" <laughs> is that is that over near Detroit? Southeast Detroit. Okay. It's that area. Yeah. Wonderful. Pretty funny. <laughs> Where are you from, Kropa? I'm yeah. from, uh, uh, well, I'm from New- Freehold, New Jersey, the home of Bruce Springsteen. And oh. you can hear all about those stories and other stories on Overstated with Stephen Kropa, my podcast that airs bi-weekly where I bring on somebody from a new state every oh, week. We talk cool. about it. And then I got some improviser pals to do a scene based in that state's capital based off of that conversation. Ooh, that we is he losing fun. points for plugging his podcast <laughs> early? Did, did, did he? Yes. <laughs> That's Steve, very astute, that's Marie. Uh, that is what happened. <laughs> Stephen, uh, I watched you right. Yes. I was like, uh-oh, there goes some points. Uh, on your pocket, you said you mentioned the bosses from New Jersey. Wasn't another Friends cast person in one of his movies, dan- movies sorry, his videos, Dancing in the Dark? Yeah, Courtney, yeah, Courtney Cox. Cox. Yeah. She's the inspiration do, for the Carlton dance. Do not have a sub-trivia game <laughs> in my trivia game. You, it's rails. crazy. You guys are so far on the lead, and you just went into the negatives. <laughs> That's okay. We'll just give it away. On a long enough timeline, those are positive. I would like to uh, put up a shield for negative points. <laughs> okay, shield is. Uh, Kelsey's got a shield. <laughs> All right. Do we think it's on the truth, Jeremy? Wait, where's Marie from? Oh, yeah, Marie. I'm sorry. We have one more. Uh, I'm from Mokina, Illinois. Woo! Which, which coincidentally is very near where I'm from. 
Where are you from? Oh my god. Well, from Black- Blackport, Illinois. Yeah, Blackport. And where do we go out? Like, go down the line. Jason yeah. and I have talked about this. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. It's the birthplace of Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And every year. Wow, that's crazy. Have- Everyone just lost all their points. <laughs> Except for Kelsey, uh, who has a shield. That's that's exactly what just happens. <laughs> I was doing. I wasn't doing the Kool Aid Man. I was doing uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes. So you're. Wow, this is crazy. I have three minutes of play time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Red Oak, Iowa, but that's all I'm going to say about <laughs> yeah. that. Red Oaks. That's a sh- uh, show on Amazon Prime. Oh, is it based on? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> probably not. Cool. All They're right. telling the truth. They <laughs> are. Yeah. You're correct. They're telling the truth. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Oh, and also, by the way, this question was technically incorrect. Leprechaun was Aniston's first credited movie role. Her actual big screen debut was uncredited as a dancer in AFI's number one movie of all time, Mac and Me. Oh, oh my god! In the in the McDonald's, pretty yeah. nice. Yeah, in, in the McDonald's scene, she's she's a dancer. That's, that's right. incredible. Pretty nice. nice. Holy <laughs> crap! Kroba, you just got so many points. Hey. Davy Havoc wrote a song, wrote a movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I'm oh, sorry, podcast <laughs> listeners. I wish you a fire could have inside. Seen the look Come you on, just got you got me. Oh, AFI. God damn. Like it. the band. Yeah, yes. like the band. <laughs> Come on, guys. Miss Murder, ever heard of me? Oh my. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, that's we were all sad in the nineties. It's fine. <laughs> I'm still sad. Uh, I'm still sad. All right, Heck Razor. Uh, a grotesque face, gloves that threaten your life with sharp, gnarly knives. There are lots of scary things about Freddy Krueger, the deranged antagonist of Nightmare on Elm Street. But there's one aspect of his design that was designed to be particularly unsettling. Mm-hmm. What is the inspiration behind Freddy's iconic striped sweater? All right. What's the inspiration behind yeah. Freddie's iconic striped sweater? Uh, oh, it's our question. Yes, we- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were just over here we- at Raisins Mac. <laughs> Lost track of time. We think this was a, a very far-sighted move by Wes Craven uh, because he wanted to make kids scared of Blue's Clues before it was created. Oh, never heard of it. Very prescient. Never heard of it. Uh, what specific aspect of Blue's Clues? You know. I do, because he shares my name. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> all Steve. Steve? No. <laughs> Steve from Blue's Clues. Hashtag not all Steve. Not hashtag not all Steve's. Uh, Steven Kruger. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> do we know uh, Steve from Blue Clues? Do you guys know what his band's name is? Uh, I am so dr- uh, um, uh, uh, <laughs> m- dust uh, Songs for Dust Mites. Dust Mites, yeah. yeah. Songs wow. for Dust Mites is, was his album. It's actually not uh, bad. How is it possible there are two people on stage that knew that? <laughs> <laughs> there was actually another band uh, uncredited in Blues Clues. Yeah. Salt and Pepper. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> We had like one rule before coming yeah. up here. That's crazy. And Jason broke it twice. I broke it three times. Uh, one was very soft. That's great. Maria just earned some points for, for, for yeah. scooping me. For scooping yeah. you. <laughs> for scooping you. Uh, Jason, she deserved it. Jason, she I, have, did. I have a question about this answer. You're saying that Wes Craven not only was a visionary of horror, yeah. but he was a visionary of children's television and wanted yeah. to subvert it before Blue's Clues had aired. I'm going to do you one better. He, he was straight up a visionary. He was psychic. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh he just oh. wanted to make sure, that, like, because, like, kids are obviously, like, a, <laughs> a, like, target in these movies. So he's yes. just like, hey, everyone, watch out. I would like to give Jason one whole point. If you can name the famous star who was one of the slaughtered, he was the jock who got slaughtered in Sammy's bed. Yeah, Johnny Depp. So I just, I just, always for Jason. I'll, I'll answer that, but, Spencer, is Sammy allowed to give me points? Yes, he is. Thank you for asking. Is it Johnny Depp? It is Johnny Depp. <laughs> and here's the thing: I don't, I don't really do one, one singular point, so I'm not to round up. So um, I'll give you a hundred points. <laughs> fair, that's fair. That's hey, fair. Hey, Whoa, dude, that's Spencer? a good exchange rate. Right. <laughs> Thank hey, Spencer? you, Spencer. Yes, Jason. Is there any way? Uh huh. You could no. find it in your heart. Look uh-huh. deep inside. Uh huh. No. Um, to issue those one hundred points back to my competitor uh-huh. team. <laughs> 
<laughs> my shield goes over those 100 points. <laughs> That's interesting. So I will, I will give half those points to the team, but you're okay. right, Kelsey's shield does um, okay. some of those points bounce back and went to her shield. It's so just they're, can I, they're asking all the right questions, and really, I'm really into it. They really are. Can, yeah. I, can, I, can I get... Uh, points for wearing the closest to Freddy Krueger sweater shirt. Oh. You're wearing a black shirt. No, no, no. no it's black stripes with red. Oh, look at that! It is. Yeah. It's plaid. It's it is plaid. plaid. Yeah. There are no stripes. Yes, that is plaid. There's no stripes. How many? Uh, that is plaid. How many? All right, how many points do you want? They're growing across. Wait a minute, you haven't asked us that yet. how many points do you? Okay, no, guess what? You guys just lost fifty points. We think that they're lying. We think they're lying. What? But I will see all of our points if they can name who Steve's from Blue Clues' younger brother who took over the show. Why does it matter? Joel. No. It was Joe though. Oh, pretty close. That's right. So you guys just got all the points. I think I might enough. have done a Mystery Science 3000 on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The actual answer. Uh, <laughs> Director Wes Craven read in Scientific American that the human retina has the most difficulty recognizing those particular shades of red and green side by side. Oh. So naturally, they'd be the most unsettling thing a child could see. And I got to say, as someone with color blindness, there's nothing in the world scarier than a solid colored sweater. Oh. <laughs> Spencer, are, are you actually colorblind? I, I am, yeah. Why don't you wear the special glasses? You think I'm just made of money? <laughs> Do they cost a lot of money? I, I don't know. I just assume. Hey, 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 other team. Yeah. Do you yeah. think we, we can should, all pool yeah, together, yeah. pool our points together, yeah. and, and buy, and buy, buy Spencer <laughs> the special glasses? With our points, yes. Yeah, I want to I want to donate our points, your points, and then I send an Ewok-led distraction to Chelsea's shield, Kelsey's uh-huh. shield, uh, and then we, then we drop the shield, take her points, mm. and give them to Spencer. And okay. So he can buy it. And then Sammy I think keeps telling me what to do. <laughs> and, and he messed up my name. That's true. You did mess up your name, Sammy, but I am going to do exactly what you just said for me to do. <laughs> give yourself all our I'm points. Give, I just got a lot of points, man. Holy it's crap. only fair. Wow. It's only fair. That is only fair. Don't you worry, just, audience, you still have your points. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Those of us on stage want Spencer to see colors. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to uh, oh, right. our penultimate <gasps> question. Uh, yes. you versus Jason versus everybody else. Not all directors who start, oh boy, not all directors who start in the horror genre stay there. Just ask James Cameron. Before directing films like Avatar, Alien, and Terminator, James made his directorial debut with what horror movie? What what alien theme song is there? The, the one where it's like. Oh yes, much more recognizable than the <laughs> Terminator theme song. Uh, before I give this answer, I would I would like to apologize to Kelsey for telling her what to do. It's not intentional. Uh, I, there's some learning I need to do on this side, and I do apologize. Uh, and before so much, we give this answer, I would like to uh, now say happy birthday. Kelsey. Thank you so much. Yeah. <gasps> Pisces. No, it's not it's your not birthday. It's not right really. now. Oh. We're Pisces. We both said Pisces. And it kinda I said happy birthday to him and he didn't and I reciprocate forgot. it. Uh, <laughs> and before we give this answer, I, I would also like to say, um, Spencer, I'm really sorry about your disability, but actually colorblindness is super common in men. So My I hope disability, you don't feel too bad. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're on thin ice, Marie. <laughs> you know what else is common in men? One man in particular... Who is the one person to be killed by a Terminator, a Predator, and an alien? Bill Hudson. Uh, you, if you don't answer this question. No. Danny <laughs> Bill Paxton. There you go. They're, they're the same guy. I have a question for Sammy. Who's Bill Hudson? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it the, he's the other guy who played the president, right? No. The president. No, no, Bill Paxton. Paxton? It's Bill, Bill Paxton. Bill, Bill, Bill Pullman. Pullman. Bill, Bill Hudson <laughs> found drug the Hudson River. That's right. Uh, well, in the sub podcast, I'm minus points, but our podcast <laughs> we're doing all right. Now, yeah, over on my podcast, what's the answer? Piranha Two. Piranha Two. Yes. This is debut. Okay. Uh, so call. did he direct Piranha One? No. No, that director died. Uh, who Ironically, was it? Who was it? from Piranha. <laughs> Pir- yeah, from Piranhas. Piranhas. <laughs> Right, it was there. It was like it was cooling on the windowsill. It was pie, yes, it was piranhas that uh, only eat confectionery. Right, uh, the first director, of the first piranha. I'm forgetting his name, but he was well known for Bill doing Hudson. Whole, <laughs> not that well known. Doing movies on the cheap, uh, and that's how James Cameron got his debut. Was doing FX for piranha and low uh, rent budget movies. 
uh, horror movies. And so when it came around for Piranha 2, that director didn't want to do it, and he handed it off to James Cameron. If you ever saw Escape from New York, when they do the wireframe, like when he's flying in, mm-hmm. that's actually a model buildings with glow tape on the edges instead of actual computer imagery. Mm. And that kind of shows his background in being a cheap son of a bitch. Pretty interesting. That's true. Um, the best CGI <laughs> is practical mixed with visual. Yeah, I agree. The best CGI is no Act- CGI. <laughs> no. Wow. I, I wasn't going to ask him any questions. I was just going to say that was a great answer. And oh. Thank you so much for giving it and taking your time to really... Ca- uh, I feel like what you're doing... God. Is <laughs> no teams have any points. You cannot give points away. J- Jason, I just want to say I wish I had your gift for telling stories because they're always endearing and enjoyable and you never make someone else the butt of your stories. Thank, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I really like your... This is another time for compliments. <laughs> <laughs> do we think they're telling the truth? Piranha 2? No. Nah. No? What do you think the answer is? I do. <laughs> well, you're not checking in with the rest of us for anything else. I guess. So now there's a now we've you know how in um in blackjack where you can like if you get two of the same card you can split. Yeah, we're yeah. split. Uh, so we're Jason splitting. just split. So now Jason I'm, says yes. Yeah, I'm spl- I'm spl- I'm splitting two face cards because I'm just gonna roll with it. <laughs> so now we got two timelines going on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so he's like Nero, and they're the uh, Romulan Empire. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. From J.J. Abrams, Star Trek. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. This split happened four hours ago. (laughs) Yes. All right. So Jason says they're telling the truth. Uh, Everyone else says they're lying. (laughs) What do the liar? What do the people who? You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh, we think it's Chud One. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the answer was Piranha Two. Piranha Two: The Spawning. Followed by. Piranha Piranha Three. D. Followed by. Piranha Piranha, Four. No, Piranha Three Double D. (laughs) Is that true? Yep. That's pretty good. Uh, so, Jason, you're going to get some points. That's terrible. Uh, but you're also going to get some points over here on the other side. It's very complicated. My, this looks... Yeah. Like, uh, what's going on over here? Wait, I couldn't see. Hey, Spencer? Yeah. The points that I just received... <laughs> what if you give them to us? <laughs> yeah. Jason's what if thing. I give them to the rest of my team, but what not if, uh, me? It, Oh, God. Okay, so the timelines remain split? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. I want to be on my own, just like life. Someone okay. brought out a drop Aww. of red matter. Okay, this is getting insane. <laughs> we got one more question, thank God. Okay, this is for, um, this is for Jason Ooh. and Heckraiser. <laughs> uh, so I will need two answers now. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Lots of horror movies feature zombies, but only a few are the features of zombies. Musician and horror film auteur Rob Zombie made his directorial debut with 2003's House of a Thousand Corpses and went on to make films like The Devil's Rejects and a remake of Halloween. He may be a fan of slicing through flesh in his movies, but Zombie and his wife, Mrs. Zombie, are actually vegans. How did Rob Zombie lend his talents to a PETA campaign? Okay, so how did Rob Zombie lend his talents to a PETA campaign? Let's go ahead and start with Heckraiser. Uh, we believe he directed one of those uh, videos where they like go inside the slaughterhouse oh. and show you the dirty secrets and truths. Okay, and Jason? Um, I'm going to uh, say that they're telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, ladies and gentlemen. The Long Con by Jason Wemex. <laughs> the Long Con. I have no idea what's happening. Do, do we agree? What's going on over here on this side? Let's check in with you guys. Before, before they ask us any questions, uh-huh. Spencer, I'm sorry. Yeah? That's it. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, we, we disagree. Yes. With both, with both teams. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess you would. Yeah. Okay, so, what, what do we think the, uh, <laughs> the real answer is? We think the real answer is... Uh, that he was the original singer of In the Arms of an Angel. Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, he like origi- he originated. That's him. That is not Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. No, uh, she's doing a cover. Right. Hey Spencer. <laughs> yes, Jason. Can I tell a quick story? <laughs> <laughs> when my grandma died. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I heard that song. <laughs> which which song? The Arms of an Angel one. Yeah. Through the ditches. <laughs> Uh, the Rob Zombie version. 
And boy, did I cry. <laughs> I was making pizzas at the time at a place called Chesden's Pizzeria and Grilly. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know that place. Yeah, you do. Because we both know. I'm from Okina. Yeah. And we both know the Gentis. We do. And that's where I met Kevin Genty. Wow. Who was... <laughs> Amazing. Uh, wow. So anyway, <laughs> it, at the end of the game... Oh, by the way, here's the, here's the answer. In 2012, Zombie recorded a message on behalf of PETA for their holiday hotline about the treatment of Thanksgiving turkeys. Oh, wow. That's right. Uh, Turkey pass- suffer. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, past hotline hosts include Joan Jett, Moby, Fiona Apple, and John Popper of Blues Travelers oh. fame. Oh. Yeah, that's right. He had a heart attack having sex. Who did? John Popper? Yeah. Wait, how do you know? I was there. <laughs> hey, Spencer, can I tell a quick story? <laughs> yes. No, I wasn't there. I'm sorry. I'm only allowed to tell real stories. <laughs> You're going to tell a fake story about being I can't John tell. Popper? I can't tell a fake story. I'm okay. only allowed to tell you know real what? stories. And that's what I appreciate about you. You have integrity about your storytelling. Sammy, listen. I just I think you're a beautiful soul. Oh my god! And who you are, honestly, is one like it's it's a shining bright light in the, in the world. <laughs> in this world of darkness, you're my north star. And also the rest of their team because they're all individually beautiful on their own and collectively. Um, I love them all individually and also collectively. I love how many compliments Jason's giving his own team. I think <laughs> what, what I love is this is now two weeks in a row where I am the winner. Hey! So with, with 200, 250 points, 250 points to zero to zero, uh, to, and 210, the audience says 10. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations to the audience for coming in second place tonight. And we want to thank everybody on stage and off stage and, and at home. Uh, thank you very much. Have a good night. Yay! Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is an arcade audio production. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at LSDL Show. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Our show is produced by Spencer Hamilton, Patrick Connolly, and Rich Camelucci. Written by Spencer Hamilton, Patrick Connolly, Simon Collier, Rob Grabowski, Zach Mast, and Fiona Stevens. Our panel this week, Stephen Kropa, can be heard on his podcasts, Autonomic and Overstated. James Freetley can be heard right here on Arcade Audio with his new podcast, Lakeshore and Limbo, an occult noir detective series told using improvisers and dice. Lakeshore and Limbo premieres May 6th with new episodes every Monday. Marie Maloney hosts the podcast Adam Sandler, Please Stop, and can be seen performing in Chicago with Buzz Broadway. Kelsey Myers performs every Monday at 10 p.m. at I.O. with Breakfast of Champions, the improv show and jam for everyone who wants to play along. Tickets are only $5. Jason We Met performs at the Crowd Theater with the house team Cozy. You can check out the Crowd's house team night every Friday at 10 p.m. And as always, Sammy Tamimi can be found all around Chicago, performing, directing, teaching, and being a nerd. Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is made possible in part by listeners like you. Check out patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for more info on how you can help. Thanks for listening to Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the world's only game show. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.